0: Hello and welcome to Financial Education for the Nation. My name is Warren Shute and I'm here today with you on my own at a safe distance. We're social distancing. We're all doing it all over the country, all over the world. And um, for some of you guys, I've heard it's pretty tough going. So um, I thought I'd just share with you today some kind of top 10 things I've got to share with you about mindset. For those of you who don't know, I am a chartered financial planner and wealth manager, um, have been doing that for over 25 years now, um, but actually at the same time, I trained in psychology and NLP, and I'm an international certified coach, and a lot of, I believe, my success from financial plan- planning has come from my understanding individuals and how they think and what they do, and I thought if I could just share with you some of my wisdom, some of my knowledge, if it resonated with you, if you wanted to take it on board, if it helped you, then um, it would be worthwhile a listen. So firstly, there's 10 things, OK, that I want to go through. And the first thing really is um, we attract in life what we focus on. OK, so if you think about that for a moment, we attract in life what we focus on. Because if our mind is preoccupied with an image or an idea, a thought, we then start noticing things in the environment around us that confirms that confirmation bias. So say, for example, if I said to you, uh, close your eyes for a second. So just play with me. Close your eyes. And then think of the color blue. 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 Now, open your eyes. Look around the room. You generally can see a lot of blue. You are associated with it. You can attract it and this works in a lot of different ways so racing car drivers for example don't necessarily look at where they're going they look at where they want to go and there's a famous story about an ice hockey player who was um greg gruzeski i think his name was and um he was uh, interviewed once. He said, uh, how comes you're really so good at playing ice hockey? How comes you always seem to be in the right place? He said, I don't go where the puck is. I go where the puck is going. And this is all about thinking as you will attract. And the reason I bring it up is because at the moment we're getting news update after news update after news update. And let's face it, I want to go as far as say, I never say none, but I'm going to say as far as none of it is good news. So if we're programming ourselves with all this negative information, how is it going to respond to us? How are we going to feel? How are we going to re- resonate? So we get an external stimulation, a stimulus, so information. It goes in, we process it, we create images and sounds in our head. We get, We filter it through, we get to understand it, and then we create a feeling in our body and with that feeling in our body that then sets our physiology and then we act in a certain way so let me go through that again so we get a stim- external stimulation so we get some information some news it comes into our head we filter it through all our experiences we create some images and some sounds that affects our feeling in our body and then our feeling in our body then affects our physiology so how we act and how we act is how we communicate so if we're getting negative information in all the time, and it's coming in, we're, we're we're getting lots of confirmation bias. We get lots of references from everywhere we look. Everything's bad and terrible news. And don't get me wrong, it is unprecedentedly terrible. But if we're getting all that stuff in our head and we're feeling like shit, and then we go out and we, how are we going to be? Act, how are we going to act with our children? How are we going to act with our partner, our spouse, our single? How are we going to react with ourselves? You know, some of you be watching this and you are self-isolating individually. So what I'm trying to say to you is you have a choice. Now, we can't control the virus. We can't control the, the... Well, we can influence it, but we can't control the terrible things that are happening around the world. But we can control how we feel about it. Okay? So what I'm trying to say to you is just be careful what you're thinking about and what you're allowing in. And that kind of blurs on to number two. Which I say is you can't control reality, but you can control your reality. So we can't control um how fast the virus is spreading and unfortunately how many people are dying. Um, we can influence it by self-isolating and follow the instructions and such like. Um, but we can control our reality. And um I'm human. OK, I was watching the news every six o'clock, ten o'clock. BBC new headlines coming through, and I like to check in with myself and realise and say, hey, is this making me feel better? Am I making better decisions by knowing all of this awful stuff? Or actually, are they repeating themselves? Are they telling me more of the same stuff again and again and again? And am I feeling worse? Is that external stimulus coming in, filtering, actually I'm just confirming all the other stuff I need... I'm now feeling bad, and I then portray not an optimal behavior and not an optimal state. So I'm not on top form. So um, I've actually gone through a phase where I've cut news out completely. I will watch the 10 o'clock news headlines if I feel up to it. Um, and um, I've done that for the last week, 10 days. I feel a lot better, an awful lot better. Um, now, it's we need to know what's going on. Okay. We need to be in touch with the reality because it's such a serious and significant event in our history. However, we don't have to participate in every moment of it. Self-isolation means self-isolation. I'm out of the external world and I'm going to then limit that information that comes through to me. And that leads us on to another thing that this is an event in time. Okay. This time will pass. And I think sometimes, like with investing, we focus so much on the detail, the granular at the moment, that it just blows it all out proportion. And when we zoom out and we take a 25,000 foot f- picture of it, and we say, okay, this is going to be a period of months, could be six months in a 90 year lifespan. Um, and it's going to be very memorable, but this period will pass. And, um, I've done a blog post today about what uh, myself and my family are doing at this moment. So go across to warrenshoot.com, um, and there'll be a blog post on there. I think I've called it navigating the coronavirus part three. So I'm doing a regular update to, um, people who follow me on social media and to my clients at Lexington Wealth of how... I feel we should be navigating moving around and um, positioning off both our finances and our psychology um, during this unprecedented period in hey, I know everyone's saying unprecedented, but Hey, it is, it is unprecedented. So bring on to number four. Okay. What can you do to make this period productive? We still, I'm filming this at the end of week two of the shutdown or lockdown. And, um, the first week was kind of like surreal. Nikki, my wife and I were kind of just bouncing around, just doing stuff and it just didn't quite feel right. And, um, she said to me, said, Hey, look, you know, this time is going to pass and we're never have this much time on our hands. Let's make it worthwhile. Um, what can we do to make sure that this period isn't wasted so obviously first and foremost let's make sure we're healthy let's make sure everyone our friends our family around us are taking all the precautions that they should be or need to be taking um and we support those people but what else can we do um so as always i um Journal so I made a list and I just did a complete brain dump And I think sometimes that really helps us to say okay let's get it out of our head So let's get all the things that we've always wanted to get done achieved out of our head get it onto paper um, And then start scheduling them and start putting that. get some kind of structure as human beings We like some kind of structure some kind of formality now we may not like routine So we may not like repetitive work. Some people do some people don't but we do like some kind of structure We do like to know that everything's going to be okay. Things are going to work out. um, And that's what this planning will do for you. So um, we brain dumped and we put everything down there. We made a number of different lists. One list for the, the house, you know, what sort of things around the house, um, we want to be doing and I've been doing some of those chores today um, some things for me personally what have I wanted to read and it was fantastic I've got this time and I'm reading some really great stuff that I love and you probably would be like oh really you're reading that um, so uh, I've read all about the uh, the great depression and the financial implications of that I'm now on a um, the uh, first world war the German hyperinflation period and 1930s um, uh, sorry 1940s 50s which is great um and then i've got a section that i'm going to read on the uh the financial crisis because hey do you know what i enjoy that stuff because i can take that information and share it with my clients in their terminology their language what they want to know they want to know all the stuff that i like to read about um and um it makes me a better planner. It makes me a better individual like that. Also, um revisiting some um, books, some NLP books. So, um, Structure of Magic is I've just got that out. So, that's the very first NLP book that was ever written. I've read it a couple of times before. But I thought, do you know what? I haven't read it for so long. So, I thought, hey, I'm going to get it out and uh, I'm going to read it out. And I've chosen to do that and actually stay off social media if I'm honest, because there is so many people on social media posting everything on there. I just kind of felt it gives me an opportunity to make a difference in my life and my family's life as opposed to just participating in – it is quite funny passing some of those videos and memes around, I do admit, but just getting caught up in that every single day is a little bit too much, okay? So um, what can you do to make this period productive? Now, I guess this is even more prevalent because we're in the end of week two – got a third week coming up the probability of this being extended on after that in some shape or form is fairly likely i know at lexington i'm not ready to bring my staff back into the office just yet things are working very well they're working at home um and we have check-ins and stuff and with technology i think it's working well enough for us to prolong that um the thought is that schools won't go back until maybe the may half term so, you know, there's a prolonged period of time there. So, let's make this productive. Let's not just look back and say oh, what a waste of time. Um you're around your significant other, your husband, your wife, your partner, your children all the time. If you have a smaller property that you're obviously going to be closer to one another, that can cause friction, especially if you're not used to it. You love these individuals, but it can still cause friction. And all I would say to you is try and lean into the relationships. Um, very similar to you get what you focus on. You know, if your focus is not on the family and making this as great an experience as possible, your experience, your focus is elsewhere. The energy between you both is going to be incongruent. It's not going to be attracting. So. Lean into your relationships. Try and find out, you know, I said to my, wife, you know, what's our kids' favorite color? What's their, you know, what color they like the most? Who's their best friend at school? Or, you know, who do, who do they like spending time with? You know, what's their favorite meal? Let's try and find out things that, now off the top of your head, you may know all those things about your children. You know, I love my kids a bits I didn't know all these answers. Um, so just trying to find out a bit more about them and, um, you know, Nikki and I just have a few more conversations. We're like, actually, let's go and sit in our conservatory. Area. Let's get a book and just talk, um, to each other and write a few things down and spend a bit more time together and just sort of catching up because this time will pass. And I think if we're in this together, focusing on ourselves and, um, our loved ones and focusing on our relationships that are important to us is going to make us a little bit more, um, close knit. So it's very, it's, it's quite straightforward, I guess, to focus on the ones around you. But bringing me on to number six is very much about who else is there. Who else is there? So who who's in your circle of influence, your uh, friendship group that may be having a tough time now? And um, I've said to my kids and my wife, I think it's our responsibility as humans to contact people on a regular basis just to check in on them just to make sure they're okay um because some people will be having a really tough time right now and i think if you're scared if you're fearful if you're worried it's because you're focusing on yourself and there's nothing wrong with that that's human nature i understand that but when you focus on others you can't be scared because your attention is on them and just look at our incredible health service all our doctors nurses social workers health carers um and if i'm honest even the people working in the supermarkets and our delivery guys all these people doing all these extra all these things for us when we're potentially and you may be one of them so if you are i applaud you i really do because i'm locked in my house self-isolating uh go out for my exercise every day and stuff like that but these people are putting their lives on the line and particularly the medical staff when they're in the hospitals where I would say everyone I was gonna say virtually everybody I'm pretty sure it's everyone has coronavirus they're surrounded by it every single day so they can't be thinking of themselves can they because they would be well I'm sure they are worried but they were completely so worried they wouldn't go in there they have to be thinking of others and I think our time what we can do is we can think of others so why don't you just reach out and some people and just touch base with them even if it's a message or a phone call and just have a conversation with them to see how they are and i think what i said is if we write down 30 names for 30 days and just do that and just focus on other people it gives us a bit element of um the gratitude and appreciation for what we have (coughs) so um Step seven is something that we decided as our family, which I think you might enjoy doing. But remember, this will pass. Okay, this is a moment moment in history that will be remembered forever. It'll be in the history books. And I can imagine your grandchildren and your great grandchildren will be studying this in history of saying, wow, why don't you record it? Why don't you record your time? this is lockdown this is what happened um so we've started doing photos making a collage and just writing some notes down and stuff about what's happening with us so when we go out for walks how we're feeling um you know the the the, how ludicrous it is that we went shopping there was no eggs there were no um uh loo rolls um how crazy it was that we couldn't order certain things off of amazon um it was just you know my son did a, a teams uh classroom chat and teams crashed he had to reboot it up and stuff um things that come on let's face it amazon always has everything until now Because it's taken its attention to the most important things, which I completely agree with. Um, But um, it's interesting. It's interesting. So why don't we record it? And then we have something to share with our grandchildren, potentially great-grandchildren in generations to come. So we can see um, what it was like for you. Um, Number eight is really about you and some things that i do every single day and i do this all year round anyway but it's probably more important if you're in lockdown or self-isolation is the three m's okay so um i meditate first thing in the morning i wake and i do anything but a 20 minute meditation now if you are a regular meditator then hey you've got this now it's under under the um hat it's no problem at all if you've never meditated before then you probably need some kind of guidance with it some kind of help and i would say 20 minutes is probably too long um literally depending on how active your brain is some people have very very fast brains and therefore they need um, a short period of time to build up to it other people are quite cool and calm people and they could you know go straight into a 15-20 minute meditation um so uh also there's different types of meditation there's guided um where someone's talking to you or there may be some music guiding you through a certain event or sequence um or there's just um silent meditation um Go online and find something that works for you. Uh, There's a great company called Headspace. I used to use Headspace all the time. Um, I really like that. That's a really good uh, Andy Policum, I think he's got a fantastic voice, uh, very soothing and stuff. So if you've never meditated before, it's a great way to introduce yourself to meditation. They got a seven day free trial. Um, But once that's over, if you don't want to subscribe to something, just Google, go on the internet. There's plenty on there. Um, that you can do And this like there's a meditation of sorts um, on our own website com, for a financial meditation um, So remember this time will pass and um, most millionaires are made in recessions So it's a great potential opportunity to reframe of the situation what's going on But you know three m's meditate first thing in the morning, um, then move uh, second name is move. So try and do some kind of activity. Now, um, I shared with people today on my newsletter, my um, navigating the financial crisis, uh, sorry, the uh, uh, coronavirus. Um, uh, a yoga video and some workout videos and stuff like that so wherever you're at home or whatever if you've got a gym at home or not running up the stairs or doing some kind of activity um if you're used to that then you've got it nailed but if you're not used to it it's probably good to follow something so you have a program to do it otherwise you could call it yourself injury so um have a look at the um navigating the corona crisis uh Uh, part three that was sent out today It's about the 4th of uh april today and um there's a yoga video on there and then there's also a um uh a workout video by called richard east he's a a friend of mine and uh he's got some really good high energy videos so high energy workouts depends on what you're after um and i think the workout has to be appropriate for you what you're after the weather at the moment is fantastic. I was saying to Nikki the other day, we're very grateful that this didn't come to us in January because I would be going crazy. Um, you know, January was just dark and rain and awful weather. Um, and to have that laid on top of this it probably would even challenge my um, optimism. But at least we have some blue sky at the moment and we can go out and we can move our bodies and we can walk around. Um, so uh, mindset, move. Um, and then the last one, sorry, meditate, move. And the last one is mindset um and this is where i do my um, journaling in the morning write down some actions for the day and this is really important because i think waking up and if you're on um uh, furlough uh from your job you're not working or if you've got yourself, are you've got no work coming in it's really important to make sure you're active and you, you're productive so you have some act- actions uh review so th- i normally have about three to five actions for the day uh review the second day so three or five actions review the previous day's actions um write down some things you're grateful for now if you're healthy you've got a lot to be grateful for uh, an awful lot to be grateful for um so you know write some things here if you're grateful for um, and then journal just journal just write down maybe your feelings and stuff and this is where i get the r- recording um of my uh, period of in isolation or lockdown uh what's gonna what, what's gonna go with the collage of photos and stuff to make up um the the history period for my great-grandchildren stuff so there's lots of different things you can do there. Um, actions, review, gratitude, and then journaling. <clears throat> but I do that normally anyway. But that's the three M's. So meditate, move, and then mindset. Number nine. Um, number nine is, um, pretty much what I said at the beginning. You know, it's wrapping it up to say that be careful what you let in to your mind. Okay. Be careful what you're allowing in because, um, your brains are incredibly intelligent okay incredibly clever you you, they are ensuring that the blood is pumping around your body is it the right temperature everything's working in harmony and it can pay attention to what's doing here it allows the muscles to keep you tense enough just to be upright um, and for most of you without being in pain don't think that that information that repetition all the time from the news headlines or from the reading the paper Isn't having an effect on you. It is. You can just limit the amount of negative information that you take on board. I'm not saying you don't need any because you want to know what's going on. I get that. But you don't possibly have to watch the whole of the news. Sometimes I look at their news headlines and think, actually, I know all that. That was kind of like on the on the radio earlier. I don't need to watch this now. I'm not going to reinforce that. Um, or, okay, I'm not interested in that, I'm interested in that, okay, I don't, I'm not interested in the news today, I know it's been an awful day, the numbers are going up, um, but don't be wrong, I'm aware of the numbers, and I'm looking at the numbers every single day, so I know about new cases, I know what's happening in China, I know what's happening in South Korea and stuff, um, and I'm taking that board as information, but I'm consciously reading it, taking it on, and then I'm letting it go, I'm not allowing the stuff just to keep programming all the time, I'm looking at that information from an investment perspective, um I'm not looking at it just passively. So it's a decision I take. There's a website that I go to. I look at all the different numbers, know what's going on around the world as best I can. There's a few sites I look look at. I spend about half an hour, 40 minutes doing it, and then that's it, I'm over. Um I'm not allowing the news to give me the headlines about the number of people dying and the severity of what's going on and everything else because I personally would rather live outside of that reality. And then number 10. <laughs> number 10 is how do you want to live your life when this is over? Because remember, this will pass. This will pass, and life will continue. And how do you want to live when this is over? What's important to you? And um, a really lovely client of mine, right at the very beginning of all of this, his name's Paul King, um, actually did say to me, said, Warren, what do you think life will be like after this? And my hip knee-jerk reaction would be like ah, do you know what, Paul. i think it's all gonna be the same i don't think anything's gonna happen people got short memories um and um people will forget how tough it was and life will go on that was about three weeks ago now i think as times go what gone on i've actually changed my view and i thought do you know, what, paul you've very sort of um wise to think that actually not this is going to have an effect i really do think this will have an effect on the way in which we perceive life and what we want to do because so many fatalities are happening it's going to make us appreciate how fragile and precious life is so a great opportunity to have some time what's important to you you know what haven't you yet done that you've always wanted to do you know, in the money plan, we talk about compelling vision. Um, and if you haven't done that, you can get the first chapter, I believe, still at warrenstreet.com for free. So just go to warrenstreet.com, download the chapter, read the first chapter or so. It's all about creating a compelling vision and your goals um, and finding out how you want to live your life on purpose. And um, you can emerge from this in a stronger position because when was the last time you had time, and the opportunity to do this, even if you're working right now, I'm sure you're not working it full whack, unless you're in the medical profession, of course. Um, so you have some time on your side to reflect on this and see what how you want to spend the rest of your life. So that's my 10 things. Um, my 10 things really were be careful what you focus on because we attract what we focus on. Um, you can control your reality. You can't control the external reality. I get that. okay? But you can control your reality um by what you're thinking what you're doing this period of time will pass um and you know remember that it's not forever um because it's going to pass how can we make this period of time most productive because when it's passed life will go on and you'll be back into things um lean into your relationships i know this is a tricky time particularly if you're in a uh, maybe a smaller property or you have young children who need a lot of attention and things like that i um, mean you're not used to dealing with it i appreciate that okay but lean into relationships what is good about this what could be good about this if you allowed it to be okay what would need to happen for it to be good ask yourselves better questions um so le- lean into relationships um over the next 30 days why don't you make contact with 30 different people just touch base on them make sure that they're okay um see how they're doing this so if they're self-employed how are they get up how are they managing financially if they're on their own how are they doing in isolation if they've got a young child are they worried are they okay if they've got a medical condition are they concerned you know so check in with them see how they're doing 30 people in 30 days um think about recording this period in time for your own family history like I said, this time will pass, and our great-grandchildren probably will think it's bizarre that the broadband crashed because so many people are on it, um, or that Amazon couldn't send you stuff the next day, um, and that you couldn't buy eggs, chicken, or toilet rolls in the supermarket. That's just bizarre. But record it and explain to them um, so you have something to look back on. Uh, remember the three M's. Um, meditate move a mindset um limit what you're allowing into your mind um because it's going to program in you it's going to program you okay so just limit what's into your mind um and last on the top 10 is how do you want to live the rest of your life when this is over what's it going to be important to you what do you need to achieve what is your story so this has been Financial Education Foundation, a slightly different one this, this time, um, but hopefully you've enjoyed it. I will be doing some very shortly on how I think you should be managing the investment. But just like the money plan, um, everything first starts in your mind. It's all mindset. Everything else is just the practical implications of it. Um, but stay safe, stay at home. And if you're in the health service or doing supporting our nation genuinely thank you i do appreciate it you're doing an amazing job and i am very grateful and i'm sure the whole country is behind you i certainly go out every thursday and give a great round of applause and um we appreciate what you're doing so stay safe stay at home until next time this is Warren you and financial education for the nation thank you